Welcome to Canada's podcast. Hello, this is Robert Smigel coming to you today with Canada's podcast, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen here in British Columbia. Today, our guest is Jason Williams. Jason is the CEO of Kiddos, the largest mobile advertising network that safely reaches hundreds of millions of kids, teens, and families every month. Mobile games use the Kiddos platform to monetize with safe ads that don't track or profile players unlike most digital advertising systems. In addition to his role as CEO, Jason lends his expertise as a guest lecturer at Cass Business School and University College London. He has a Bachelor's of Commerce degree from the University of Victoria and an MBA specializing in strategic marketing from the University of Warwick. Jason, you sound like a busy man. Ha, thank you. Great to be here. How are you? Good, good. Okay. Uh, well, welcome to Canada's podcast and taking the time to be here. Let, tell us a little bit more about yourself. I know you're from Vancouver, but you spent some time um, in London. And, and so give us a breakdown. Did. Yeah. So uh, I'm from BC, from Vancouver, born and raised. Uh, you know, had a great time here growing up and then headed over to Victoria, where I did a stint at, at UVic and got myself a, a commerce degree there. And then I started uh, working in tech uh, after after a short stint in Toronto in finance, actually, and then uh, came back to the West Coast working in tech in, in around 2000 during the uh, the first dot-com boom there. And uh, and then that led me, bounced around a little bit, a couple of ventures, and then headed off to, to London working on a, on a games project there for a number of years, actually, what, uh, what, what was one year turned into about 15 in in London and a uh, few different projects uh, in games and platform and uh, grabbed myself an MBA while I was spending some time over there. It was always an interest of mine to uh, to level up on that kind of strategic marketing and, and strategy competition area, which has always fascinated me. And then um, actually just headed back to, to BC this year with um, kiddos growing nicely under us, uh, great, exciting business, um, 40 plus employees and uh, having a good time with that. Great, well, businesses need money. How did you get financing to start your company and how do you currently make money in your business now? Right, yeah, well, we we raised capital from uh, mostly private investors during our um, early days. And so we had we're very fortunate um, after the very hard work it is to raise capital to to find um, people through the network um, who believed in the story and um, helped us to get to where we are today. And Kiddos makes money. We're an advertising network. And so we sell advertising to brands, mostly uh, the Legos and Disney's and Mattel's of the world who want to reach children compliantly and safely. And they do so on our mobile network. And we run those ads out and uh, we take a percentage of that spend um, where a, another percentage flows to the person who runs the app, the, the ad, the app owner. Okay, interesting. I want you to give me a key piece of knowledge or information about the industry you just described so our listeners can can learn from this. Sure. Yeah. Well, advertising technology is, is a fascinating and, and very deep industry that covers, you know, everywhere from from sales and marketing to very in depth global twenty four hour operations, and then deep deep tech. And uh, it's a fascinating area, very high moving, 
Um, and I've really enjoyed it. And one aspect that's interesting, I think, that I could share is that almost every ad that you or anyone is looking at um, on their phone or on the web, it's tracking you, it's profiling you, it's sharing that, it's putting everything that you did and saw around it into a database, and it's getting carried around with you. And that break is something that Apple and Google have kind of been pushing against. And it's what we've built is the opposite of that. We don't share, track, or profile anything. And that's what makes us safe. Okay. What's the long-term vision and what will your company look like in the future? Do you see the company expanding into other areas and where beyond Vancouver, BC, or even Canada? Well, we're a global company, actually. So we're, um, we have offices, but they're, they're not used hugely. So we're actually, we have employees in 11 countries and 14 time zones and out of that 40 people. And so we look for the best people around the world. We've got a lot here in Canada and um, in different parts of Canada, actually. We've got BC, Alberta, Ontario, um, just those three right now, but, um, and also many other countries. And I could go into that, but what's our vision? Our vision is to be the most used and most high performant way to reach kids safely with advertising. So our goal is to beat YouTube really, because that's the number one right now. Okay, let's talk a little bit about Vancouver. You're from West Vancouver right now. I want you to tell me what are the biggest benefits for you and being an entrepreneur in Vancouver, BC? I want you to give some of the good points about starting a company here, but also some of the tough things or challenges you challenges you've had for our listeners sure. so they can keep an eye out for them. I think one of the 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 greatest things about Vancouver is that it does have a, a good um technology spirit and technology kind of startup aspect. Um, you know, the games industry has deep, deep roots here, and that has spun off so many different businesses. And I think that actually the talent here is uh very, very good, good quality people, hardworking people. And comparatively, if you were to to try and hire that same person down the coast a little bit, you'd get um, a much higher price tag. And so if we were to graph capacity and cost, Vancouver would be a big winner. And actually, you know, maybe that's eroding a little bit now because so many other companies have identified that like Microsoft and Amazon and they're all moving here too because they want to take advantage of that great talent and um, you know Canadian dollar, but it still exists and not everybody wants to work for Amazon. And so there's a lot of great, great people and, and we've harnessed them here. So that's, I think the pluses, good network, good roots, good tech and good people. Um, I think the main negative of Vancouver is probably the, the time zone. You know, it's uh, there's a lot of business. It's a global world. You've got to be hustling hard as an entrepreneur in a lot of markets. And if you think that you can run from 9.30 to 5.30, you're missing a lot of potential um, on a Pacific time zone. So it can be tricky from that perspective. And those 6 a.m. meetings can be difficult. Yeah, I, I'm an expert at 6 a.m. meetings. So um, okay. it's just part of the territory. Okay, you've been in and out of Canada a lot. So I have. We do, we do have a lot of immigration coming into Canada, in particular yep. Vancouver. If you were to start all over again, you just moved here to Vancouver, BC, but this time you don't know anyone. 
knowing what you know now, what would you do? And how would you go about starting all over again as an entrepreneur? Well, I would definitely do my best to network to find um, some technical co-founders if I wasn't technical myself. You definitely need someone to help bring an idea beyond a piece of paper. And then I would network into um, the VC and and early stage funding opportunities, whether it's um, governmental or private. And so the combination of those two things and be open with your ideation, like, you know, definitely it's good to have a passion, but also money in entrepreneurship ebbs and flows to different segments and sectors um, and actually being a little bit ahead of the right sector segment or sector is more important than the quality of um, your vision on day one. You got to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk a little about your routine. Entrepreneurs like are very routine, disciplined individuals. What does the first hour look like for you when you get up in the morning? Do you have a specific routine or ritual that helps you get motivated to start your day? Um, you know, I try not to get to bed too late because I get up very early. So I'm up usually in the fives and um, I don't like to rush onto the screen, but I do usually have a six o'clock. And so I kind of stretch, walk around the house a little bit, you know, get, get tidied up and uh, just get ready for the day. And then um, I, I'm on and uh, I'm engaging with the thing about our business is it's a 20, when you run a network, it's a 24 hour business. And so from the second I wake up, there's um, a whole slew of things, interesting things that are happening and, uh, and great people to talk to who've already been working for 10 or more hours. Some people are even, you know, looking forward to signing off who like our, our team in, in Asia. And mm-hmm. so um, it's, it's just about trying to find the right energy for creativity and problem solving and just that work that anybody brings each day, but consistency is so important. Entrepreneurs like to read you're a very you are a very academic person with an academic background. What books are you reading now, and why, or even audiobooks? And can you recommend any books for our listeners who are also entrepreneurs? Sure. Yeah. No. I, I'm I'm a big um, student of many things. I love um, I love history. I love entrepreneurship. I love um, you know all sorts of different things. But for me, what I'm besides history, what I'm studying right now is um, just the ways that brands position themselves. And I have actually rereading a couple of books that I think are super foundational. One of them, there's actually, they wrote a few, but it's by Al Rees and Jack Trout. And these two are marketeers from, I think the eighties actually. And they wrote a particular book called Positioning the Battle for Your Consumer's Mind. It's about positioning. And it's it's fundamental for any entrepreneur because it's about how you can position your brand or your business in a busy marketplace and be remembered. And then they wrote a follow-on book, which was called Marketing Warfare, and it describes tactics for entering a market as an unknown and what are different ways that you can um, operate to be successful. And I think 
these their reading their writing is uh, is super foundational has helped me tremendously because you cannot bang your head against the wall fighting a big incumbent and expect to get anywhere you have to be creative you got to think about ways that you can um, open opportunities that aren't already taken and so uh, i recommend those any online or offline tools that you use on a daily basis that you could recommend to entrepreneurs throughout canada um about canada Meaning no, like, no, no. Like to entrepreneur, like, do you use tools oh, or anything that you could recommend to other entrepreneurs if they came I mean, to you and said, "What do you use daily that works?" Yeah, for you? I, I mean, I, I'm quite ingrained with my my Google products. There's nothing that's um, that's super wild that I use every day. I, you know, I'm I'm I, I follow my calendar. I'm on my email. I love Slack with the team, so we're fairly traditional in in that regard. And for me. You know, communication, I, I spend a lot of time on Zoom. I love Zoom. And uh, no, there, there's no particular tool. I take notes on, on my phone whenever I'm thinking of things. I have different systems that I use for like, if I remember something, I send myself an email and then that works its way into different to-do lists that I use. And so I think, you know, always being on top of one's thoughts and having a good system. I think it comes down to what works for you and everybody's got their own systems. But I do think that um, harnessing the, the concepts to grab your ideas when they're on the, even when you're on the go is super important. Okay. Let's get to know you a little bit better. If you weren't doing what you do now, what would you like to do for a profession? Hmm. Okay. Um, well, I mean, obviously my, my track record says that I, I love technology and I love the concepts of strategy and, and marketing and, I'm very passionate about those, but I do have um, particular passions and hobbies and probably, you know, outside of spending time with my family, which everyone could say is that uh, my two main passions are, are, are martial arts. I, I really enjoy um, rigorous exercise and, and through martial art is, is a lot of fun and helps to kind of clear one's mind. And I'm also um, passionate about uh, electronic music. And so um I, oh. I I follow a lot of different events and DJs and producers within electronica. What kind of a job would you not like to do? Couldn't do it. Um, that's interesting. I've always said that you know I I would happily just open a flower shop or, or sit in a convenience store. What could I not do? Um. I don't know. I'd have to think of something that was just absurdly monotonous, I think would have to be it. And so uh, repetitive, something repetitive that is yeah, like too repetitive that you sit, cannot yeah, sit on. Yeah. Sit on Excel document at the same time. Sit on yeah. an Excel document and move numbers around all day. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, like I'm, I'm a kind of a dreamer type of person. So like, as long as I'm free with my thoughts and I could, plug into something at least a percentage of that time if i'm locked in a box and i'm not allowed to listen to a podcast or a, or a history documentary then i'd be sad but uh as long as i have some freedom to to ingest then i'm good in business what's your favorite word quote or sentence that you like to use is there anything that you frequently find yourself uh, saying yeah yeah no i like um it's peter drucker who's a famous um business um thought leader and he said, um, th the best way to predict the future is to create it. So oh, that's okay. my favorite one. 
What's your least favorite word or sentence you do not like to hear? Least favorite. Well, we we run a, a 24-hour network that's dependent on 24-hour systems. And um, so the worst thing to hear is uh, we're down. Because yeah. when it's down, the phone starts ringing and everybody's, you know, oh, it's it's bad. So it's, it happens. Yeah. Get, get trying to bad. get out of get out of bed. Let's get oh, to yeah. Let's go time. If you had to pick one or two words to describe yourself, what would it be and why? Um, I would say uh, persistent. I think would be good. A good one. I think that uh, that's that's definitely something that. Um, characterizes me and you know I, I think with the team and just in my life I, I I like to have fun so you know I like to keep it light I like to bring humor I like you know people to express themselves I like people to work in the way that makes them happy and uh, so that they can bring them best selves and and so I think fun would be I hope I'm fun it's a See fun place. I, I don't fun know if anyone else yeah. would agree. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I think that's a lot to do with company culture too. I think some right. places are so serious that you know if you're there eight, ten hours a day, fifteen hours a day, you got to break the monotony and have a little bit of flavor in yeah. there. To, yeah, exactly. Like you know, no matter how difficult or complex or serious to ask is, you know, you got to bring some humor and uh, have some fun with it. Yeah. Anything keeping you up at night? Do you take your work to bed with you or you can you shut it off and wait till the morning to start up again? No, 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 I can't shut it off. So unless I'm, I'm well, yeah, unless I'm doing a martial art, I can't shut it off because only only when someone's trying to attack me is the only time I can't think about <laughs> work. <laughs> so, uh, no, uh, what scares me is, um, I mean, in tech and in, um, you know, we're a little bit bigger now, but you're always operating on the edge of you could say the razor's edge but one analogy that i liked is that um like in surfing or what looking at a wave the top of that cresting wave it has the most potential but it's also got the most risk because if things go wrong you, you crash and so in tech you're never really safe like even giant google like look what just happened to google i mean these they thought they were safe they had it paved but boom everyone's going to use google forever and then here comes chat gpt and microsoft gets this huge burst so like you never really know what tomorrow is going to bring and maybe that's part of the excitement but mm -hmm. it also keeps you up at night entrepreneurs as you know have many mentors and people that advise them do you have any advice that you may have received that you can pass on to entrepreneurs throughout canada sure yeah no of course um one of my great mentors had a saying that uh he all would love to say and that is um what you gain on the swings you lose on the roundabouts which is the concept for you know don't don't sweat a loss because you're going to get a gain somewhere else. And, you know, let, of course, celebrate the win, but you're going to lose something somewhere else. So it's, it's going to work out and you just got to keep pushing and banging and, you know, doing your best and uh, have some fun with it. So you're saying don't go too high and don't go too low. Keep I'm it. just saying you can't sweat the the losses, you know, like it's like if you get a bump one day, you know, you might get a trough the next. And uh, what you have to do is to stay steady and consistent. And uh, and that's where that saying comes from. OK, great. OK. 
We're going to wrap this up, Jason. How can our listeners get hold of you? Hold of you, and is there anything you'd like to add before you leave us today? Entrepreneurs can get a hold of me anytime. So uh, yeah, it's Jason J A S O N at kiddos k i d o z dot net. And write to me anytime. Love to hear your about your um, journey. And I think you know, just parting words. I'd love to say that um, you know, stay focused, young entrepreneurs. Like believe in that idea. Bring something to fruition. Send those emails late at night. You know, knock on doors. And uh, there is you know, great opportunity. And I think now more than ever, uh, anyone can, anywhere can come up with the, the the right idea to enable themselves to be their own boss. And so just believe it and push. And be persistent. Persistence is important. <laughs> okay, great. Jason, thanks for coming on the show. I've learned a lot about you and I'm sure our listeners have as well. Thank you. Great to be here. We'll see you next time.